This episode was brought to you by William Mitchell Audio. Let's face it, you're not a professional audio engineer. Or maybe you are. I don't know. Go to williammitchellaudio.com. My guest today is Sharon Paletta. She is a healer and entrepreneur. She started working in the health and wellness industry in 2009. She started her first company, Get In Shape, in 2014. She started her second company, Twin Elements, in 2019. Over the last decade, she has mentored and inspired hundreds of clients to participate in creating a lifestyle of wellness through fitness, nutrition, therapeutic massage, plant therapy, and healing products. Hi, Sharon. Hi. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> uh, just doing a podcast. Yeah. Glad to have Me you too. on. Yeah. Actually, that was the first thing I was going to say. I was going to say, uh, it's great to have you on as a guest. I, I wanted to do an episode about health and wellness, so we definitely needed an expert on the show. So that's you. Well, cool. so I don't know. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely you. You, first person I thought of for sure. Cool. Thanks. Uh, uh, still learning, but you know, yeah, I know a little I bit mean, here and there. <laughs> we learn more every day, uh, right. especially like with uh, I mean, like you know, every, every day like science, like in nutrition, they find new stuff, and like yeah, there's always new stuff to learn. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to just ask you like one question about you, real quick. But I also have some general questions. I think that for the curiosity of me and some of the listeners, but uh, off the jump, a lot of people choose to make sickness and insanity their life's work. But you chose health and wellness. What made you choose that path? Oh, uh, I think. And is it cool if I get a little deep on Hell this? Yeah. Hell yeah. Go as deep as you want. I think uh, the biggest thing is I went through a lot of pain when I was younger. And I beat myself up a lot and I just really found like health and wellness, something that brought me out of that. So yeah. And I just made it my life. Like I dedicated myself to training and then I found massage and then I found, you know, yoga and spirituality and it kind of just keeps me grounded. Like when I'm feeling crazy or you know we're all humans so it was something that I just I love everything about the body I love science and I love now you know that I've been doing this for about a decade now I can help so many people and so I think that's the biggest thing is just like helping other people heal um and just everything that you can do with this um healing arts. You can, you can do fitness, you can travel, you can study so many things. And I think the ADD in me also just like loves being able to dabble in so many different uh, modalities. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, With training and then, you know, you've got massage and then now plant therapy, I think. Just being able to pick that up and learn from it and evolve as a human and then help other people like teach that to other people is become my new passion. So finding yeah. new things about myself. So yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> do you do you mind if I ask you a few questions that are just going to be these are general questions before I really get into like you and your experiences and all that? Uh, yeah, just, these are just these are like health and wellness questions because this is the health and wellness episode. So these cool. are the things I want to know, and I want to I think other people want to know as well. So uh, I guess the first question is going to be. <clears throat> Obviously, smoking cigarettes is cooler than vaping, but is vaping <laughs> healthier than smoking? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it's anything that you um, do that requires you to smoke and use your lungs and put anything into your lungs is unhealthy for you. All right. So you heard it here first on My Views Are My Own. Smoking <laughs> remains cooler and not necessarily worse. <laughs> let's call this because these are my, my views for sure well technically i, I just stole it because work for companies have to put that at the top of their grams and their social media yeah no <laughs> <right>. uh, yeah <laughs> another uh health question um and this is a, something that i've you know you noticed that i had a bud light at the beginning of this and this is actually something that it's been a lifelong um ambition of mine yeah, And it's been a lifelong ambition for me to discover the cure for a hangover. And I was wondering if, do you have any wisdom to share on that subject? Don't drink. Okay. <laughs> That's cure. <laughs> oh, but there's nothing you can do after the fact? Uh, I really don't know because I don't drink anymore. I quit drinking, I think the first week in January and it's like changed my life. So awesome. Uh, it's poison. No, there's really not is. really <laughs> there's <laughs> not really a lot of things it's a depressant it's poison so there's not a, little, a lot of things that um can help just don't drink so much drink a lot of water in between maybe. no i can actually speak to that because uh, i took a about like three months where i just like didn't drink at all for three months and it was like the most productive three months i've had recently <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> well, then uh, you're going to hate this next question, but I'm going to ask you anyway, <laughs> because it's it. still a health question. Uh, which is healthier, a strawberry daiquiri or a white Russian? Oh, shoot. I don't know. Both have a lot of sugar in it. Um, I have a, I don't know. I have a thought not, on this. How about this? Like, how about you? Uh, you invent your healthiest strawberry daiquiri. And I'll invent okay. my healthiest white Russian. We'll both say them, and then, but then you decide which one's healthier because you're the expert. Oh, it's mine, a hundred percent. But you don't even know. What I, you don't even know what I'm going to say yet. I don't either. I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> I was, but <laughs> mine, mine is okay. healthier. <laughs> um, mine has okay. Instead of milk, it's almond milk, and I'm going to add a little bit of uh, like vegan protein, uh, a splash of Kahlua, Kahlua, two shots mm -hmm. of vodka. And okay. compare that to your daiquiri. I don't know how to make a daiquiri, <laughs> but I um, am going to use ice. This is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm going to blend up fresh strawberries, and then I'm just going to put vodka in it. So not a lot of sugar except for the strawberry. And strawberries are natural sugar, so they'll break down faster, not as fast as the Kahlua. So, and then the vodka will... You know, it's a cleaner, it does have sugar in it, but it is a cleaner liquor. So I feel like, and water, you know, has nothing in it. So you think it's healthier to get the antioxidants from the strawberries than it is to uh, stack a bunch of protein? What are you um, just like trying to get gains? 
I mean, white Russian all day. Like you're trying to get some <laughs> for the, gains. For them dirty gains. <laughs> if you want some dirty gains, go with that white Russian. I'm all about dirty gains. You know, I don't even know about the lean gains. It's empty <laughs> calories. I mean, alcohol is empty calories anyway. So, um, yeah. you know, the cleaner, the better, I think. And ice, it's water. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> one last general health question, and then we'll move on. Sweet. Um, what is the healthiest menu item at Taco Bell? Ooh, you know, they started um, making those like healthy steak bowls or whatever oh, uh, with like that. beans and lettuce and um, you can get steak or chicken. And I think it's just like rice, beans, lettuce, steak, chicken. I don't know the name of it, but I think that's the healthiest item. I don't eat there. Yeah, I had a feeling you don't eat all. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say that. I was going to say seven layer burrito. <laughs> But, <laughs> but then I was going to say, like, you could ask them to, like, hold the sour cream. And then that's, like, almost, I guess, probably not vegan, but it's closer. I don't know. I don't know what's in it. I don't <laughs> even know what's in the seven. Oh, dude, yet. I don't even know either. Uh, beans and six other layers. Probably a lot of cheese, which cheese isn't really good for you. So, Yeah. all right but you know hey those were actually a lot of questions i wanted to clear up uh health wise so i I guess like what's uh let's go back and we'll figure it out uh vaping isn't healthy there neither is smoking cigarettes neither uh, sorry to interrupt but it's cooler uh (laughs) the only cure for a hangover is to not get drunk in the first place (laughs) a strawberry daiquiri is healthier than a white russian and the uh, new healthy bowl from Taco Bell is great. So everybody get out to Taco Bell and get a healthy bowl. <laughs> <laughs> or make your own because, you know. Oh, you yeah, can, you could. You, but... could, you can make whatever you want at home. Yeah, that's true. We don't really have a lot of choices right now. Well, that's what I've been doing now. I'm on a, like, mostly macaroni and cheese diet. Sweet. But it's the, it's the whole grain, so it's tight. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> I... Hold up. It's time for a word from Big Tobacco. Did you know that tobacco is 100% vegan and plant-based? Did you also know that Big Tobacco contributed over $1 million to charitable causes? And here's an interesting fact. Several elite athletes have used tobacco during their careers, including Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb. Now back to the interview. So uh, when I met you, uh, you were teaching uh, Muay Thai kickboxing. So I feel like you're one of the few people I know that could literally kick a person in the head if you want. Uh, But I guess my question is, if you could kick anybody in the head, living or dead, who would it be? And you can't say Adolf Hitler. You have to say someone else. I don't know. I don't really want to kick anyone in the head. I would say Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Maybe my younger self. I don't know. Because I was kind of stupid <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> like, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> Why did you do that? Yeah, that's probably who I'd kick. Okay. I don't know. So I'm assuming you've, you've never kicked anyone in the head. <laughs> no. Just but the you bag. could. You could if you I almost to. got kicked in the head by Kyle. Yeah, that you could kick thing. hard. Yeah, my first time, like working at hotbox i was holding the pads for him and he was kicking and 
kicking and I think I had like an ADD moment and I dropped the pads and he <laughs> kicked and almost like oh, missed? hit me. Yeah. I think somebody pushed me out of the way really quick and I was That's just like, crazy. oh shoot. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, crazy. I guess just for the listeners, uh, Kyle's like a pretty gnarly dude. Who's like a pretty serious, like Muay Thai dude and like yeah. can kick really my experience is uh, one time he gave me a like a play kick in the leg mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it hurt. And I was like, but I wanted to play it off. And I was like, ha ha. And then I was walking away like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> doesn't feel good. <laughs> break my leg. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was like a serious, like it was a play kick. Like he wasn't, he was just like, oh, here's your. Um, like, it was like intro- when you take class. In- yeah. Introductory like la- leg class. kick for the, uh, for the class that was like the, the one that was like. Um, not for fitness, but for like getting good at actual Muay Thai. At Muay Thai. Yeah, it was the it was the 2.0 class, which was yeah. really fun. And I he led that. that. Yeah, it was super fun. And then Luke led it. Oh, yeah. He was crazy. a uh, – yeah. Didn't he go on to the UFC and mm-hmm. – uh, Yeah. He's a professional fighter with, uh, now. Joe Rogan. That's oh, cool. Right on. Yeah, he's a professional fighter. for with He's an MMA fighter, I think, or UFC. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know him very well. I met him like <laughs> twice. <laughs> he's awesome. No, he's cool. Yeah. Can I ask you maybe like one last fight question? Please. I have a little story that goes with it. Okay, uh, so, cool. Like, so Tell when me. I was a kid, uh, the movie Fight Club came out with uh, <laughs> yeah. Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. And mm-hmm. Edward Norton. Yep. Like two of my favorite actors for sure. And uh, so uh, me and my friends started having a fight club at the park. And uh, my best friend punched me in the head so hard that he broke his own arm. So that's like one of my best fight moves. Uh, what would you say is your best fight move? And like, if you were a video game character or something. Oh, probably my, my kicks. Yeah, for sure. For I was sure. Gonna guess. Yeah. My <laughs> kicks. Cause I feel like I have strong legs and I can kick somebody really quick and then run really fast or if I need to, or, you know, fight them. So I feel like kicks are, I, kicks are it for sure. But that's Muay Thai. Muay Thai is all about kicks. Yeah. So. I think I, I knew ahead of time that you were like a really peaceful person and you probably don't go around kicking the shit out of people. So <laughs> I didn't need to <laughs> decide those were questions to ask, but I did. I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's important to be able to defend yourself. So I feel like pretty confident in myself if I needed to that I could defend myself which is pretty cool that's a great way to be I think I think uh, a lot of times like that can like uh keep people as like like cooler headed people you know if they're if they feel confident in themselves and they're like all right I can handle myself and you know if there's a psycho in my face you know whatever I don't need to like escalate the situation because I don't want to kick this person (laughs) yeah probably wouldn't feel good (laughs) (laughs) it probably wouldn't feel good for them uh to do that but i don't have a lot of people trying to mess with me either (laughs) i don't really know why (laughs) people don't really approach me it's because we're like adults now i guess yeah i guess so i don't really put myself in those situations either really good kicks would have come more in handy for me like in middle school yeah. But like less Me so too. now. I don't know. I haven't really had an opportunity to want to kick anybody in a long time. <laughs> well, yeah. that's kind of want to for sure. I have for sure wanted to, but 
an opportunity to like defend myself with a sick kick. It hasn't happened like, forever. Like that guy in traffic. You're like, oh, I wish I could high kick you right now. All right. So uh, I know you spent some time in Thailand a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. what, what were you doing there? Um, so I decided um, when I left Hotbox, I was like, okay, my goal is to go to Thailand and study Thai massage. And do some Muay Thai, of course, from like where it came from. Um, so yeah, I studied for about four weeks, um, bought the ticket, went by myself, studied for four weeks, got lost, had a lot of fun, went and took some Muay Thai classes and pie and just did something that I wasn't really able to do in like my twenties um, and like early teens or like later teens, I guess. So it was pretty awesome. <laughs> do you uh, have like maybe just one story in particular from uh, your time in Thailand that like you could share that would be cool. Just be like, Hey, this is what it was like uh, in Thailand or just something you did. that was kind of a cool story. Do you, do you want like a, a bad story or do you want like a cool story? Like, the, uh, like <laughs> I want whatever your favorite story is. So it doesn't matter if it's bad or cool. Um, my first, (laughs) so I, um, my first like experience there, I landed at like one in the morning and, uh, I got lost with this woman that picked me up on a scooter and basically for 24 hours, I was lost in Thailand with no phone and I was by myself. Nope. I had no Wi-Fi, so I couldn't get a hold of the driver that I set up. And I didn't know where my next host was. And I basically drove around with this address and she couldn't find it. So she took me back to her house. That was way. That's so nice. Like an hour away. Well, she charged me like 2000 baht too to stay with her. And I think that was kind of like her thing. I think it was like 40 bucks. So like her, uh, was it like she like got you lost on purpose to give you to like get another. I think so. But it was crazy. Uh, like I went to this house and it was like a bunch of open windows and it looked like a little town and like the bathroom was literally a shower and <laughs> everybody had like their toothbrushes around and the toilet was like a, basically a hole and you take a bucket of water and that's how they shower. They shower with this bucket of water and they wash down their, their you know, poop and pee down this this bucket and it was really crazy and i laid on this princess um princess blanket and a net and i basically cried because it was so sad (laughs) to see someone so poor and i was just like this is the craziest thing i've never experienced like yeah, that's like the whole thing. Something so poor. And then like I woke up then I woke up. I didn't really sleep a lot and she just dropped me off at a bus. And um basically I walked around with my bags and finally like found my host and went on this crazy like journey around Thailand, around uh, Chiang Mai. That's so dope. That's actually like <laughs> I would be freaked out so much to try and uh just dip out to thailand and not speak the language and as a matter of fact i actually have uh i've got quite a few friends that are from there that live here now uh-huh. and i always ask them to like I'd, it's been a while since i've done it because it's, it's kind of impossible but i always ask them to like 
teach me how to say things in Thai, uh, yeah. phrases, phrases that I want to know. And I feel yeah. like it's one of the most impossible languages to just learn or even mimic. Like, uh, my yeah. friend was, I was trying, trying to, I asked my friend, uh, if he could teach me how to say I'm the bomb in, mm-hmm. uh, in Thai. And I tried to say it like 50 times. And he kept saying that I was like, uh, it's like the inflections. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not just the, like the, the vowel sounds and all that. He's like, well, no, you gotta go like, why? Like you gotta go up with yeah. this word. You gotta Body? go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, and there's da, male and female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like and male like, and female. And you, how you say it in the tones, they have a lot of tones, but even like the alphabet is crazy. Um, can I tell another story? Hell yeah. You can tell another story. That's why you're here okay. for. <laughs> so like after I found my way, like it was really cool that <clears throat> I was going to school because once I found like, this is the cool thing about being human. You can basically adapt to any situation that you're in. So like once I found my host, Um, And then I found the school I was going to. It was like the most incredible experience that I've ever done. I went to a reggae festival one weekend. I moved around a bunch. Um, My last like weekend, I went back to Pi and it was so amazing. I met two of these guys from Wales. Uh, We did kickboxing. We... um, we made pizzas from scratch. Like we just hung out and I just got to know all of these people from all over and it was gorgeous, like so peaceful and so awesome. And I even was considering moving there because once you get the hang of it, everybody's so nice and welcoming and you can trade and you can um, do work for certain hostels and um, they'll let you stay there for free. And like, I was just like, I'm going to move to Thailand and I'm going to teach English. And I actually have, I have uh, two friends that moved there. Yeah. Like they went and over there for some work and then they just never came back. Cause it's amazing <laughs> there. It's amazing. That yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie, the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like about <laughs> Thailand. I don't know. That was like, I guess like that's a really old movie, but uh, I, that came out maybe when I was a teenager or something like pretty young. Yeah. I, I had it on VHS, so it must've been like pretty old, mm-hmm. but, uh, that was like, I was like, Thailand looks awesome. I want to go to that beach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Didn't so they did they, die? <laughs> Didn't uh, they die and get the kidnapped? Swedish guy. Well, I don't know. Spoiler alert. Anybody that's oh. going to watch the movie that hasn't I seen it, it came out in like beach. 1996. Uh, <laughs> They're like the Swedish dudes that hunt, like they, they fish for the, like the community. Yeah. One of them gets eaten by a shark and then like the other yeah. one gets like bit by a shark. But yeah. fortunately, Leo lives and that's what, that's what really matters. Hold up. It's time for an ad. What's up, health nuts? Are you tired of paying an arm and a leg at fan, 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 fancy restaurants for the same old boring burritos? Well, guess what, guys? What? Taco Bell has a brand new Chipotle on the menu. It's a Chalupa times three. It has lettuce, tomatoes, and several other ingredients. And now back to the interview. You know, the craziest thing is I did actually meet a dude that was, okay, 
so like my last day day my last night there was incredible and then my last day there i met this dude who was going to jail i don't know if this is true or not but he was like freaking out because he was just like yeah and i meet these really random people i don't know how or why they come into my life but i have these random people that come into my life and it's the most like interesting situations but he was going to jail in Thailand, oh, no. which you don't want to do. Yeah, and, like, some documentaries about that. They said, like, he had said something about drugs or something, which a lot of people do go there for drugs and, like, ladyboys and stuff. And I met a guy that was uh, talking. I, anyways, <laughs> on my third day there was crazy. Anyways, um, but this guy was talking about how they were taking, like, tribes of people and leaving them to die on the islands and like, or killing Holy people, shit. like killing women and children and the sex trafficking and all of that stuff. Like, and that was pretty surreal as well. Like this is actually like things that happen in those movies, like actually do happen. A, supposedly a crazy, crazy country. Cause uh, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a kingdom. Like they have a king, yeah. but right. also uh, they have this, it's almost like cyclical, like where uh, every so often the military does a coup and then it's a, the military's in charge. And then, then yeah. for some reason the king becomes in charge again. Uh, yeah. I just know this from another friend that was there that uh, she was living here for a while. And then I guess she, she found it back, but uh, she was like a huge supporter of the king, which I, it was really yeah. hard for me to understand the politics and, or, you know, I'm not, you know, I think you would actually have to be there, like be from there to. Yeah understand why someone would be in favor of the king as opposed to the military. I mean, it's whatever. You don't have a choice. Yeah. If you talk bad about the king, you go to jail or That's they'll so even gnarly. like murder you. Like they don't care. It is yeah. so strict. Like it is super duper strict there. Like it's insane, but there's so much that goes on behind doors, like the drug trafficking and the lady boys and like, the STDs that are like, I met this guy and he was telling me all about how he was straight, but he was with lady boys and he was with multiple lady boys and how they were prostitutes at six years old. Oh my God. That's fucking a bummer. And like 80% <laughs> of this. Yeah. Because they had to go, they had to become prostitutes to bring money to their villages because their villages were so poor. Mm. And so they would go out and they would prostitute their children. And that's how they got um, AIDS and all kinds of like crazy SCDs and talking about like all the drug trafficking. And it was, it was like, a, it was a pretty surreal like hit yeah, to, uh, hit to uh, me personally. Cause I was just like, wow, like America doesn't even know like what it's like. To, I think I mean, uh, I'm, I, we do to a degree because of the sex trafficking, but like we don't, it doesn't actually impact our life. The I things think, that uh, impact our life are different. Anthony know? Bourdain had a really good quote about what we're talking about. Yeah. But um, I'm not Joe Rogan, so I don't have a Jamie to look it up right now, or else I'll be like, <laughs> hey, Jamie, look up that Anthony Bourdain quote that's in my head right now, but I can't verbalize it, but I don't have it. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One Goals. day. One Goals. day. Jamie. One day you'll get I'm coming for you, Joe Rogan. I'm coming for your spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but speaking of like, uh, just like not just about like the country of Thailand, but 
what you learned there. Um, yeah. And like, uh, what is time massage? And like, or how is that different than, let's just say, like, well, I guess whatever a, a traditional, like, like in America, Swedish. Is, yeah. is Swedish traditional? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Western and Eastern theory is, is very different. Um, Western is, is a lot harder. There's a lot more details, um, like the anatomy and physiology and school is like 10 months long, maybe longer. Sometimes people have two years. Um, and it's just compacted of information that is really hard to retain and it's, it's very hard. And then you have to take this massive test at the end um and you have to do 500 hours and you have to continue education every two years um and then the eastern um theory is more based off of um lines in the body and uh, yeah meridian lines in the body thank you um and they go off of like foot uh quad hamstring they don't go into the details of um, the muscles but there's thousands and thousands of points Um, and you just go through different motions with someone fully clothed so typically Swedish the person undresses and gets underneath um, a sheet with time massage you're on a mat you're laying on the ground you have a lot more power because you're standing over someone with regular massage, it's kind of hip level. So depending on um, what's going on with the person, you are sitting or you can get on the table. Um, but it's just a lot easier when you're laying on the ground. I also was able to study herbs. So the Thai herbs medicine balls, which was really awesome with menthol and camphor. And uh, yeah about it it's it's really cool i like it a lot a lot more uh um a lot more spiritual i guess you can say than it is just like rubbing somebody so yeah, no doubt. you have to, yeah, Actually, you have uh, to be pretty untuned go ahead wh- while i have you here can i ask for some free advice on an injury yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, I know you're uh, so i know <laughs> that you i mean you've studied a lot of stuff it's not just uh Time so I'll be like you're uh, a movement specialist. Yeah. And um, so here's a, a deal with me. <clears throat> cool. So I got in a really gnarly sledding accident a couple of years ago. Like it was really bad. And uh, I crashed into a concrete wall feet first going okay. so fast. I don't know. If, did you see the video? It, I, no. it was up for a while. <laughs> anyway. No. Uh, Sounds terrible. I, actually, I, got, I got really hurt. Uh, I couldn't walk for a little while. But uh, I basically like started healing and I've had like, you know, from skateboarding, I've had like a million rolled ankles and I've, you know, the torn tendons and shit like that, but I've always like healed from it. But mm. this one particular injury, it was like a, cause because it was a compact sprain. Yeah. So I hit the wall so hard that it sprained my ankle without, without bending my foot, without twisting the ankle. Right. Uh, but now after all that time, so I've had plenty of time to heal and I, you know, I can still, I can, I can run, I can bike and I can still go skate, but, uh, if I go skate right now, uh, basically I can do about two kickflips before mm. my ankle starts hurting, and I'm usually limping and have to stop about after maybe an hour. So, like, right. you know, how would I fix that? Like, what's some, like, what are some uh, techniques I could do to like try and like figure that out? Because I went to a general practitioner 
and she like checked it out. She's like, I don't know, nothing appears to be wrong with it. It just looks like it, you know, it's a little bit swollen still. And that was like uh, two years ago. Yeah. Um, well, the first thing is like with an impact like that, your hips are probably off. Um, and then there's probably a lot of scar tissue around your foot and ankle. And there could be some scar tissue like around your shins as well. Um, because with that type of impact, you are going to hurt, like something's going to tear or break or like, especially with major impacts. And then it's going to disrupt your hips as well. So your best bet is I would start seeing a chiropractor, which I can recommend one. Um, I go to voodoo chiropractics. My friend Megan is incredible. Neck and she is, an ankle? I thought that was like a, a back doctor. Mm, no, no. Okay. She, okay. Really, so chiropractic. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's so why you're here. You're the expert. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I thought okay, chiropractors so just you, like fix your back. No. Well, okay. Think about your spine. Uh, yeah. Your spine is your information center. Okay. So every single part of your spine has nerve endings that send messages throughout your whole entire body. So um, if your spine is off, they adjust your spine, but they also adjust different parts of your body. Like your bones are everywhere. Okay. So they're specialists with bones. And so if your hips are off, it's going to cause your, um, muscles to be off your quads it's gonna cause your feet and your ankles to be off so what she does is she can help um adjust your body and then she does dry needling to kind of help with that scar tissue and then going to see her she'll help with your um structure and then you can do some myofascial rolling and also see a massage therapist to kind of help with that fascia to break it up um, and that would help a lot with kind of what you're going through. And then actually, maybe it makes, a, it makes like a ton of sense training. because that actually is what it feels like. It feels like, uh, there's like more stuff in my ankle bone than should be there. That's like the yeah. feeling I get when I do like a, cause the way I, you know, how a kickflip looks, it's just like that mm-hmm. flick of your foot. And it's yep. like, I can do like one or two and then I'm like, Oh, and then I'm, I'm just kind of bummed. <laughs> like, yeah. and it took forever yeah. to be able to even just ride on my skateboard again. So yeah. All right. That's so all like, like really great advice. That rotation <laughs> there, that yeah. joint is being constricted by scar tissue. Okay. Which is disrupting everything else. So it's like one connective um, unit is your body. And so it starts in the spine mm-hmm. and then the spine sends information throughout your body. So when you disrupt or you have an impact on something that disrupts certain parts of your body, which, which, other parts of your body start to lock up and overcompensate for everything. So that's why like the whole entire leg is probably locking up because you need to break up all that scar tissue and move um, and send blood flow. And do your feet get really cold? Like, nah. do you have, do you have numbness at all in your feet? No, or I your ankles? I'm, like, I'm like a super, like, I feel like a really healthy dude. I uh, just cool. have like, I've just had so many injuries. Like also, I yeah. mean, the one I was just talking about, like the ankle uh, at the, at that time, that seemed like the least of my worries. Cause I also got a fracture out of that in my other foot, okay. like in yeah. my heel. So I was like, that was oh, what good. I was worried about. And then it's just so weird that time goes by and I'm still hurt in what I thought yeah. was just a minor injury. Cause I've like, I've sprained my yeah. ankle probably at least 30 times in my life. Yeah. And so that adds up 
And yeah, so guess, yeah. you, and then you get older <laughs> and then your body doesn't, you know, you gotta, you gotta work just as hard to like bring mobile mobility into your body. So I would suggest chiropractor, lots of foam rolling. If you can get massages, um, get massages and then you should start feeling a lot better. And then, you know, any type of like exercises that are going to help strengthen those muscles and strengthen that ankle. Um, a lot of core exercises are really good for like strengthening your legs and everything, um, and bringing and bringing mobility back. So yeah, for sure. Lengthen and strengthen. That's what I always tell people. So actually that leads me into my next, uh, question it was uh so you have two companies um you have got uh get in shape and my twin elements but uh first can you tell us uh what is get in shape so get in shape i started when i um when i quit hotbox and it's basically a wellness company that i travel to people's homes and i we go through like a series of questions and asking them kind of what's going on with their life and what they're missing because I specialize in massage, personal training and nutrition. And then a lot of spiritual, I've been, triple threat. you know, triple, <laughs> <laughs> but I have a lot of spiritual side as well. So if they're in pain or if they have trauma, I can help them kind of heal that trauma that's placed in their body. Um, I'm not a therapist therapist, but I am someone who can help kind of move whatever tension has been put in that body. Or if they just have any type of injuries, I work with a lot of autoimmune people because I'm specializing in that as well. So training somebody with autoimmune is different than training just your normal person because it um, doesn't, it shows up different. And there's a lot of different things that you have to deal with in that situation. I actually became a, a big fan of uh, Eastern medicine just uh, on a one-time thing. Uh, I went to an acupuncturist. Cool. And but I went in with uh, the like not a good attitude. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, this is fake. This is you know like that's really what my attitude was. So that's I think I think important because of how amazing the experience actually was. And walking away from it, I was like, holy shit, that wasn't that wasn't some juju like uh it, i mean it was intense like i literally like i felt like this uh dude like put me in another dimension for a little while and when i left i was just like chilled out i was relaxed i was like that was that was amazing and so uh yeah i think that's uh something like i, I guess like uh, it's interesting because you know like eastern medicine is like so much of the world and over here in america like it's disregarded like mm -hmm. by i mean so many hospitals and mm -hmm. doctors and whatnot. So, uh, but because doctors are gods, don't you know? <laughs> oh, I was going to tell you the, uh, that doctor that said my ankle or, uh, yeah, my ankle like was fine. She tried to give me a prescription to Zoloft when I was trying to leave. And I was like, I'm not depressed. I'm hurt. It hurts. My ankle hurt. I mean, I'm bummed out that my ankle hurts, but not to the point where I need to be on like a psychoactive yeah. And present in my opinion but whatever not all doctors are bad i think <laughs> she, a she's not a bad doctor she probably yeah. thought i was depressed that's all they're <laughs> trained yeah they they're trained to do that because they have to see so many people on a high level so yeah. they or you know i don't know uh i think <laughs> you know I, what I, I, mean? I, I might have gone in in a bad mood and she's like oh this yeah. guy's got a 
depression. <laughs> I was like, my ankle doesn't work. I can't do anything. Um, yeah. Can but I they can't a- actually see anything. So that's another thing. It's like they can't see anything without an MRI. So they're assuming that, oh, it's all in your head because you haven't gone to them consistently. You know what I mean? So like yeah. you feel pain and they're probably just like, okay, well, he feels residual pain from this. But you could actually be feeling pain. So, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um, hold up. It's time to reach into the mailbag. Every week here on My Views or My Own, we check the mailbag for any messages and pick one to read on the show. This one comes to us from Suzanne Tardif via Instagram Messenger. <clears throat> Suzanne says, Hail, my boy. Are you sad without a baby? Find a lovely girl for hot games. Pussies from your city are here. Word. This message makes me recall a quote from Shakespeare. My bounty is as balanced as the sea. My love is deep. The more I give to thee, the more I have, for both are infinite. Well, thanks, Suzanne. Thank you for writing to the show, and thanks for your insight. Now back to the interview. All right, so <clears throat> your other company. Uh, what yeah. does My Twin Elements mean? And also, uh, what is My Twin Elements? So the company is actually Twin Elements, and the website was is My Twin Elements, and I'm hoping down the road to create formulas for people because that's actually what I do now. Um, is I, I have a, a baseline called Soar No More and it's just topicals and also just teaching people about self-care and Eastern medicine and plant therapy, learning about camphor and menthol when I did go to Thailand and turmeric and all of those herbs and how powerful they are. And then bringing that into making topicals for my clients. I started making them about a year and a half ago. And my clients were like, wow, you really need to make this into something because they were getting off their painkillers. They were feeling better and it was actually something that worked. So when the CBD business kind of blew up, I I got on that train and started formulating and using different elements that I thought um, those clients needed. And it was really helpful for them. So it's topicals for now, but eventually down the road, I would like people to be able to go in and have a questionnaire and then I formulate or my team formulates topicals for that specific person because everybody's so different. And um, some people have fibromyalgia, some people have chronic pain. So the person with fibromyalgia they need something that's a little bit more soothing, which is what I'm I'm working on right now, or menstrual cramps, or um, there's so many skin issues, psoriasis. There's so many different things going on with different people. So there's a lot of different aromatherapies and elements that you can put into creams and topicals and soaks that those people can use. So that's my ultimate, and for a mental state as well. It's it's really relaxing when you can sit and soak in a bath. And I just thought, okay, I can only work with so many people one-on-one with massage. How, what is my next thing? What has been doing this for six years now? And I've been a massage therapist for nine and I started to realize, okay, there's only so much I can personally do to help somebody 
I need to create something that I can hit thousands of people at once. And the products were my next um, venture. And I love it. I love plants. I have, I um, just planted rosemary and lavender to start using with scrubs. I have so many formulas that are just coming in and it's just been a really exciting um, time for me personally, because I get to use my creative side and help people um, and not have to like help so many people, but not use so much of my personal energy because massage can be very depleting, especially when I'm working with people that have a lot of pain, like autoimmune. So now that we're stepping into this really virtual world, (laughs) um, I thought it was important to take those next steps. And I didn't really think that it was important until this um, COVID-19 hit. And I was like, holy crap, this is really awesome that I've been doing this for a year and a half now. Um, And I'm just excited to see where it evolves and grows. Um, Uh, I wanted to bring up, uh, so I was checking out your website and uh, some of the on on uh, Twin Elements. Mm -hmm. And I noticed, so um, in you had a, I forgot what it's called. It was like the seasonal Boxes, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you did a collab with uh, High Garden Tea. I did, and yeah. I absolutely love them. I want to tell, tell a quick story about High Garden. Uh, awesome. They, uh, their, their uh, tea uh, room got destroyed by the tornadoes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I have a happier story going back before that. Just why I love them so much. Uh, I was uh, super stressed out, and I was just like, like just going through this time. I was like, just so like. Uh, to the point where I was like, man, I'm like, I'm going to snap. I need to do something. And I was like, mm-hmm. and, uh, I had been told by some friends are like, you should go to high garden. Like these people make amazing teas. Like they, you know, they can help you. And I was like, all right. Cause I didn't want to try to go down the pharmaceutical route, you know, and whatever. So, uh, I went there and <clears throat> I mean, I was literally like on the verge of just like completely just like losing my mind. And the, yeah. the owner, uh, Leah, Leah, yeah. uh, Leah. Yeah. I went in there and I was like, Hey, uh, I'm so stressed out. I'm losing my mind. Well, hey, uh, what do you got? And she's like, here, let me make you a tea. And no joke. She made me a, a tea there on the spot, like, like a little concoction. And before I was even done drinking it, I was already like, ah. all right. And I was, I don't know. So big yeah. fan of high garden. I think that's super cool that you have a collab with them because they yeah. are definitely uh, herb specialists. Yes, and very inspiring. Leads me into uh, another question. I think that a lot of people would be curious about, uh, and that's like, what what is plant therapy? So, plant therapy is basically studying and researching the healing modalities of plants, and it is a very much Eastern um, Eastern theory, and it's just. <laughs> it's kind of just being one with the plant and studying them and learning about them and then using them on a medicinal aspect. So yeah. say I use a lot of lavender with uh, one line that I'm creating. So it's just studying lavender and all of its healing modalities and then um, blending it with different items, whether it's a tincture, whether it's a topical, um, whether it's a soak. And that is what plant therapy is to me. So that's Leah does a lot of herb herbalism and apothecary and she does plant therapy because she takes plants and she 
studies them and gets to know them and then helps other people on a medicinal aspect, which is why you went there because uh, it's very healing. So it's kind of just the next avenue that I'm going into. Actually, I went, I went back several times. I, uh, for a while I was a pretty regular customer because I started, I, she showed me how to make the tea myself and I would go yeah. there and get all the ingredients and then make it at home. And yeah, totally. It was like, it's, uh, it definitely worked. It was pretty cool. So big fan of that. Um, but we are coming to the end of our time. Cool. So, uh, yeah. this has been awesome. I, w- I hope that you- maybe you can come back on the show again because I didn't realize how many more questions I want to ask you. Yeah. So maybe uh, in the future, you'll be a, a return guest. Absolutely. Just let me know, man. I'm uh, down. <laughs> uh, finally, I do want to ask you a question that we ask everyone at the end of each cool. episode. <clears throat> All right. Uh, what is Guy Fieri's deal? Like, what is he supposed to be? Who? Guy Fieri. Who's that? <laughs> is that the guy who he like is, has like spiky blonde hair and a bunch of rings and he wears flamey t-shirts and he has a bunch of tv shows and he goes to places and eats hamburgers and that's his whole thing i'm trying to figure out what what that is the from the food guy <laughs> from the food network or whatever <laughs> so i don't have tv oh so, that's awesome i'm okay yeah, anyway. the, I don't have a TV or cable. You're not missing out on Guy Fieri. That's. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. I just but... wanted to think of like, who is the opposite of you? And I felt like Guy Fieri is the opposite of you. And <laughs> so I was like, uh, what would be your thoughts on like what his whole thing is? Which is like, he takes like a quadruple cheeseburger bacon, like thing called like the cardiac arrest burger. Yeah. And eats it and then tells you if it was good or not. That's like his job. That's amazing. He gets yeah. paid to eat food. That's, <laughs> that tastes probably amazing. Yeah. It's not good for you, but good for him. He's doing something right. You know what? I'm <laughs> probably just jealous. I probably just wish I, was, I just wish I had his job. I'm sitting over here dissing him. You could drink good beers <laughs> and drink, eat hamburgers with like French fries. Yeah, dude. That sounds like a good life. I'm over here just sitting at home trying to heal people from a distance (laughs) slowly moving along (laughs) the opposite of guy fieri who's (laughs) trying to make people uh i don't know you know what maybe he's He's, a great guy he's appealing to the masses man he knows what he's doing and he makes really good money doing something he loves so kudos to him for uh for getting that lucky chance all right well you heard what he loves guy Guy fieri is awesome that's what his deal is and he's supposed to be just a great guy who is got a great job and he makes people happy and that's what the whole thing and so you know we finally cracked the code on that one because i've always wondered like what the hell is this dude doing but you're right and yeah ask yourself why what the hell am i not doing so i can be like him (laughs) i don't want to be like him I don't want to like wear like uh, Ed Hardy and uh, I mean maybe I do you know maybe deep down but look at it look at it though <laughs> we we're extending here but I mean just think about it like he's being seen to do his art and as an artist don't we all just want to be seen 
to do yeah, our art you know, and I do owe, what we love and get paid for it. So you're hundred percent right. And I'm really glad I asked that question because you found a way to take my, like <laughs> my like kind of hateful question and turn it into like a thing where now I suddenly have actually kind of respect him. <laughs> yeah. Look so, at hey, every like, single you just, you person. Me a little bit. Cause like, you know, actually one of my, um, one of my goals is to like not be a hater and don't be a hater. It's so, it's so hard. It's a like, mirror. You know, I mean, like, what it's is just a like mirror. A, what? Uh, yeah. It's all a mirror. Right. When I see Guy Fieri, I see myself. Yeah. And there's that sides of yourself that you don't want to be. You're like, yeah. don't eat that cheeseburger. I don't want to be that cheeseburger person. It's not even exactly the, because <laughs> I, I like to eat junk food. It's like my favorite thing to eat. It's just, it's more like he's like a, I don't know how to describe him. That's why I asked you what he is. Cause I don't know. Like, and you don't know because you don't watch TV. So, I mean, I watch TV, but I don't have cable, so I don't watch uh, that type of stuff. I just watch like Star Wars and hell yeah, you know, and The Office or oh, Star uh, Wars is really inspiring to me right important now. Question: uh, This is <laughs> before we totally run out of time. Uh, your favorite Star Wars movie out of all of them? You can choose any of the trilogies. I think the first one is my favorite. Oh, uh, New Hope. Yeah, because only yeah, because it so just reminds good. me of like when I was a kid and like all of those fantasies that you have when you're a kid and how awesome it is that there's aliens and space and kind of scary at the same time. It's like really like a thriller, but it's also really cool to be Dude, uh, creative Star Wars and imaginative. Like my- uh, my free babysitter when I was a, when I was a kid because uh, my mom knew that if she put Star Wars on, she could know exactly where I would be for at least an hour and a half. So she could like go do other shit. She'd be like, "All right, I'm putting Star Wars on the TV," and I'm like, and I was just like front and center and like glued to the TV. And so she could like if she you know she was a single mom, so if she needed to do something else. She's like Star Wars, and I'm like, "Word, you got 90 minutes <laughs> before I, feel- I destroy the house." I feel her pain. That was me too. <laughs> <laughs> all right so. Sharon, it has been absolutely awesome having you on the show uh See? you can check out uh what is it uh sorry i'm trying to like do the uh websites get in shape.com spelled g-e-t-i-n-s-h-a-y-p so get in shape get in shape and get in shape uh, and then uh, mytwinelements.com and uh, I'm going to play us out with a track by This Is Art and also shout out to This Is Art for doing the uh, intro track and uh, thanks Sharon thank you my views are my own would like to thank Bill Mitchell Colleen Gilligan co-producers <clears throat> Anonymous Donor, This Is Art, Sharon Paletta, and Big Tobacco. Thank you.